what I'd like to do is just like for each of you, can you just let me know how do you get from where you are? So if you could let our listening and viewing audience know exactly what you do for a living other than this entrepreneur entrepreneurial route. And then how did it come to developing an app about poop? I'll let you go first, Tara. Awesome. Thanks for having us, Dr. T. Um, it's so excited, so exciting to meet you and someone that's local. I live in Hunterdon County, New Jersey. Um, so my journey started way back in college as a biomedical engineering student and a material science student at Cornell University. Um, and there, what I did was I did research to nanotechnology um, related to cancer drugs. So essentially, I created nanoparticles that by changing the pH um, inside a cancer cell, the nanoparticles changed color. And so what we could do is using a microscope, we could detect pH changes in cancer cells to develop better chemotherapies. Um, so the red thread in my career has always been this idea of how can we see things that we traditionally haven't been able to see before so that we can develop new technologies um, that can advance science. Um, so fast forward, I ended up joining Johnson & Johnson's research and development program um, in the consumer organization where we developed baby products, um, adult skincare products, feminine care products, et cetera. And I spent six years there developing products um, that are used by consumers all around the world. Um, I ended up going back for my MBA um, and at NYU and then moved into the brand management side where I led brands like Aveeno, Rogaine, and Neosporin. Um, and I think there what I really learned was this appreciation for consumers um, and the insights that they drew um, and so how we can make better products and bring them to market. Um, and then that's actually when I met Jess. So I'll let Jess tell her part of the story and then we can proceed with kind of how we came together. Wow. Yeah, I'm super exciting. I'm, I'm Jess. I um, got my, well, I guess to back way up, um, I've always had a love for one, helping people, and then two, a passion for animals, specifically dogs. So I wanted to grow up and be a veterinarian when I was little. Life took me a different path. I ended up going into the very similar field of mergers and acquisitions and finance. <laughs> and so was in management consulting for several years before I had the realization that when I thought about my career, I wanted to do, like I wanted to be in a career where I had more ownership and got to work on the same projects, the same problems every day. And so that led me to Johnson & Johnson, which is where I met Tara after completing my MBA at NYU. And um, throughout this time in graduate school, I started fostering dogs. So I fostered over 53 dogs. Um, I'm very involved within the rescue community. That's kind of how I continue to red thread giving back. Um, so I'm familiar with shelter medicine, parvo, kennel cough. GI parasites, as you mentioned, a lot of the things that come across, especially since many of the rescues um, that I support pull from like Texas, the South, where those things are more prevalent. So what would you guys say to young Asian girls out there who really don't know what they're going to do in life, right? You know, we've got these teenagers out there. They're looking at this world right now of it's a COVID world. It's, you know, they you know, in general, I think a lot of a lot of youngsters don't really see a a future. They don't really know what they want to do. And then I see what you guys have done. 
you guys have gone from different fields coming around to running your own business. What what sort of advice would you give a young Asian, well, Asian boy or girl out there who's just, you know, struggling with what to do in life? Jess, you want to go first? <laughs> yeah, I guess, oh man. I think the advice that I would give would be to really think about what they are passionate about. Like what excites them? What could they talk about for like most of the day and not get sick about it? What do they want to read? Many books on, watch hours of YouTube video, attend things or like skip out on meeting friends to do something like, what are they that passionate about? Um, and let that help to guide part of the journey. And then I would say, at least in my perspective, the other part of the journey is just being open and not so um, risk adverse. Um, you can always go back and undo things. You never know what you're going to learn. Um, I have a pretty high risk tolerance, so but it's never served me wrong. I mean, like not like out there with safety or being precautious, I think, but when it comes to your career and figuring out what you want to do in life, um, you never know what you're going to learn or who you're going to meet. Um, so I would say just being open. If it doesn't go according to plan, not to worry. It was supposed to happen that way. Wow. What do you think, Tara? Yeah, I agree with that completely. And from my perspective, I would say that a lot of people will tell you a story, but it sounds so perfect because it's easy to look back and make it sound perfect. Like what I didn't talk about was like how I was having like an existential like career crisis in R&D trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I almost went to law school and that didn't happen. Like, so I think um, to build on what Jess is saying, it would be to talk to as many people as you can and don't be afraid to reach out to strangers and ask them if you can talk to them. Um, because I think there's a lot of exploration that has happened in my career. It's either trying something and realizing I wasn't good at it, um, trying to be, you know, studying for to be a lawyer and realizing that I didn't want to be um, in a room reading documents by myself all day, you know, things like that, that will help you understand what you don't want to do, which will help you then realize what you might want to do. So um, and a lot of times in my career, it became um, a choice by like subtraction versus me trying to like drive towards something. And I think that's okay. I think a lot of people don't feel like that's okay for some reason. Um, but I actually feel like those are the most valuable lessons is trying something and realizing that it's not for me. Wow, those are great answers. I mean, you, you two should should be mentors. <laughs> <laughs> I love mentoring. I um, I love. I have a huge passion for mentoring women in STEM. Um, so, if anyone out there is looking for someone to um, have a conversation with, I'm happy to. Wow. Okay, guys, thanks so much. So, how can how can we get a hold of you guys? Um, what's your? It's so it's it's diglabs.com is the website. Getdiglabs.com, G-E-T-D-I-G-L-A-B-S. And then contact email. What 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 is it? Info at or hello. Hello at getdiglabs.com. Unique. Love it. Love it so much. Tara Jess, thanks so much. This has been Thank awesome. It, it's been inspiring, and I'm sure the listening and viewing audience are gonna be blown away. Thanks Thank so much. You. Thanks, Dr. T.